Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, normally we would do our top three, what everyone is talking about at this time. But right now we're going to start with the top one that everyone is talking about. And that is the border bill that Speaker Mike Johnson has said is dead on arrival and the whole humanitarian crisis we've got at our southern border. And to discuss that with us is Missouri Governor Mike Parson, a special guest joining us this morning. He is back in Jefferson City after spending the weekend in Texas. Governor Parson, thank Thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, glad to be on. Glad to talk to you again. Only I was thinking on the top three, uh, but I guess I better be serious about that. I thought you were going to ask me about the Chiefs and the Super Bowl, but I guess, <laughs> oh. I guess we better talk about the border. That's more, a little bit I mean, more serious. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it is Taylor Swift, the Chiefs, and the Super Bowl. That That's up there with what everyone is talking about. Okay, let's get serious. I better get serious this morning. <laughs> well, uh, Governor Parson, you are back at Jefferson um, in Jefferson City after meeting with Governor Greg Abbott in Texas, along with 13 other Republican governors. Uh, the Missouri National Guard, some members are already in Texas, and you said that you want to send additional resources to Texas. Let's set the table of uh, what you experienced down there in Texas and what you hope to do. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me explain the reason I went with to be part of uh, Operation Lone Star. Uh, It's at the point now where we're trying to figure out, okay, what is the mission to be accomplished here? It's not just about sending troops down there or whatever resources we have. It's more of a question, what are you going to do with them when we send them? How long are they going to be there? And what is the mission that they're going to be required to do? And how does that secure the border? So first of all, that's kind of what that briefing was about that day. Uh, and what resources they need. So we come back, we're meeting today and uh, for a few days trying to analyze what we can have to send down there. I think the the other thing that was just such an eye-opener for me is the first time I'd been there, and I'd seen all the things on TV and read the articles, both pro and con about it, but I've never seen anything like what those people down there are going through as far as the border being totally wide open. And there's no question about that. And I think what Texas is trying to do is do what the federal government won't do and what the president won't do. And unfortunately, and and I know everybody tries to put the political spin on this, but the reality of it is the president of the United States could stop this tomorrow and then negotiate up there in Washington, D.C. all they want to. But I think uh, I'm like Governor Abbott. I don't have much faith in Washington, D.C. getting much of anything done. I think that system's broke. I think the president's broken. I think the border's broken. So I don't know how broken pieces can fix something that's broken, but uh, and that's why the states, while we're doing what we're doing, why 25 governors have come together, half of the United States, to try to protect the border and the people that are coming across there. And I think, uh, as you know, and everybody else knows, the Senate has agreed on a bipartisan border bill and that the border needs a more permanent solution, not just executive orders. I think we can all agree to that. Um, And this is a bill that the, uh, you know, Customs has endorsed, the Border Patrol Union has endorsed, um, uh, the the Senate GOP, for the most part, has endorsed. 
but it's not going to go through. Do you think that that bill could help? And if so, why are they not going to pass it? Yeah, you know what? I don't know. I mean, I've heard just what uh, is on the news clips on it, both pro and con. And again, it's just typical Washington, D.C. bureaucrats uh, going after each other. At the end of the day, I doubt anything gets done because it never does. And I don't know why until the president of the United States says, I'm going to stop this. And then we figure out what the regulatory involvement is or, or to pass a bill. I get it. But every day they're talking, thousands and thousands of people are coming across the border. And, and I thought, you know, sometimes I think most people think, okay, they're coming from that Mexican side. The reality of it, they're coming from Nigeria. They're coming from Turkey. They're just coming from all countries all across the world. Nobody allows that to happen. And when you think of 10 million people crossing the border, and I just want the everyday person here to just think this for a minute. If that, in fact, they probably do have that many people coming across the border, that is in the top 10 population of the states of the United States. You just need to let that soak in for a second. They Now, if they were all in one area and one state, they would be in the 10th largest state in the United States. Yeah, when I look at the numbers, we go back to December when we had record high over 250 arrests in December. That was up 31 percent from the month before. We see that it truly is a humanitarian crisis down there and something needs to be done. Um, You said, you know, with D.C. bureaucrats, you're not sure about that immigration bill that Mike Johnson has said is dead on arrival. What did you or do you hope to accomplish with the Missouri National Guard? Yeah, I think there's a real plan in place uh, of securing the border. I, I think what Governor Abbott did and the resources they had at, at Eagle Pass when they put the Constantine wire up and stuff like that, that went from 3,000 immigrants coming across a day to three. So you know that works. Now, that doesn't mean they don't go somewhere else and try to cross somebody else. But you have to understand the cartel on the other side has to have the infrastructure in place to move that kind of people. So it's not like you can just go down the road 10 miles and cross the river. You've got to have the infrastructure for people to come there. How are you going to take care of them? How are you going to get them to where they can get across that, that river? And I think the things a lot of people don't know is the cartels getting somewhere between 5000 and 8000 ahead for somebody to cross the border. That's what they charge to get them to that river and to head them across there. And, I, I mean, this thing is not good for anybody right now. It's not even good for the people trying to get in here. I mean, it will be eventually if they get in here and they get in here safe. But, I mean... The, the trail that some of them goes, I'm sure people are losing their lives. You know, you got sex trafficking, human trafficking, drugs. I mean, there's just so many downsides to simply just put the border, have some sort of entry point where people have to be processed. And the, I think part of the issue, from my understanding, is they want to make sure that process makes sense and is streamlined so that it takes months instead of years to get through, which is why a lot of people are crossing illegally. And in the state of Missouri, immigrant labor is important. It may not be as important here as it is in states like California or in Texas, but there is a recognition that we do need immigrants in the workforce, right? And and to streamline that process should be the goal. Yeah, there's no question about that. I mean, you have an India population, for example, up there, I believe in the St. Louis area, probably 25,000. You have the Spanish communities up there, uh, the Hispanics that are up there. 
I mean, you've got people that's come over here and done it the right way, and they brought their relatives, they brought their friends. You know, heck yeah, we want people to come across here and to be good citizens. But what we're doing now is just mass chaos. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.